0: Say the game is getting old, Monday morning and your coffee's cold, life is not what you want it to be, you need another
1: chance. Hello everyone and welcome to A New Direction, my name is Jay Izzo and oh, buckle up ladies and gentlemen because I'm telling you what, today's show is going to be a game changer. I know I say that a lot, you know that it's a game changer, but I'm, I'm telling you that when it comes to networking, right? And we all need to network. There is value in networking. I am telling you, I have the expert when it comes to networking face-to-face. He is awesome. His name is Stephen David Elliott. He is going to join us here on this show, and he is going to teach you not only how to be a better networker, but he's also going to introduce to you why you maybe should start your own network group. Yeah. Why? Why? because, uh, yeah, he's the CVO of rockstar connect oh, cvo you never heard of cvo oh yeah chief visionary officer yeah he's going to be joining us he's going to be awesome but before we get to him let's do what we do every week right and let's check in with you in the four areas of your life you know i believe that we are four part people right we are physical people mental people emotional people and spiritual people and every week we check in with you and i and people say jay we're we checking in. why do you check in every week well the reason why we check in every week is because i want you to be able to look at yourself and see how you're improving from week to week right Um, My, my wife has said to me oftentimes, you know what, if we're not growing, we're dying. And that includes every area of our life because we cannot stay stagnant. So the reason why I walk you through these areas week by week is really to get you to check back in with yourself to see how well you're doing. So, so if you have never joined this before, well, come on along and I'll show you how it works. So the first area we're going to look at is the physical and what I mean by the physical is I'm asking you uh, really some basic questions. You know, how are you eating? Are you getting exercise? Are you getting enough sleep? Drinking enough water? Are you doing the things that you need to do to be healthy? Right? And then you rate yourself based on those areas. Rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being miserable. 10 being outstanding. How are you doing in that area? 5 is an average. All right? So 5 would be your average. So you give yourself a number. All right? So you have a number, right? And whatever that number is, regardless if it's a three or a seven or whatever the number is, there's two questions you're going to ask yourself throughout each one of these things. And that question is, why are you that number? And then the second one is, what can you do to change that number immediately, right? What can you do to change yourself? So when it comes to the physical area, you know, why are you this way physically? What can you do to change it? Okay, does that make sense? So there's your first number. That's your physical number. The second number is the mental number. And the mental number, what I mean by that is when I talk about stuff mentally, what I'm talking about is what are you consuming? How are you growing both halves of your brain, right? The right side's creative, left side's logical. What are you doing to enhance your brain, your knowledge, your wisdom, your understanding? What are you doing to grow in that area? Right, and I mean literally. You know, are you reading? Are you are you maybe taking an instrument? Are you doing something that's really working both sides of your brain? And how are you doing in that area? Right, and are you reading things that aren't helping you? That, I mean, sometimes we read stuff that doesn't help us, and that's just as bad. And that can lower the number. So, on a scale of one to ten, one miserable, ten outstanding. How are you doing mentally? Right. So, right, five's average. Same two questions. Why are you that number? And Then what can you do to change it? Okay, good. You got two numbers, physical, mental. Let's move to the emotional. What do I mean by emotional? Well, I, I really think of it in, in this way, right? As, as a psychological professional, I look at it in terms of how well are you able to control your emotions when you're stressed? And then the second piece is how well, even if you are terribly busy and even if you have got a whole bunch of stuff going on in your life, how well are you to test? Ta- able to tap into the emotions of others understand them and not only understand them but how well are you able to be empathetic towards them right that's big right that's big because emotionally that can be hard for us right so on a scale of one to ten one miserable ten outstanding how do you think you're doing in those areas emotionally right Are you doing an average five, a little lower? And then the questions are, you know, again, right? Why are you that number? What can you do to change it? And I will tell you this. Here's a little hint when it comes to emotions. The fact of the matter is emotions are a choice and you can choose your emotion. You absolutely can. I'm not saying it's easy, but you can choose how you want to respond emotionally. You could choose how you're going to, what emotion that you're going to present. Not saying it's easy. But saying it can be done. And the better control you have over your emotions and the better choices you make with your emotions, the better you're going to be. All right, so you have three numbers, physical, mental, and emotional. And now we come to the spiritual area, right? And I get a lot of, of, of feedback from people who say, well, I'm not spiritual. Well, you know what the truth is? We're all spiritual. You just may not think of it that way, right? Because if you remove the mental, emotional, and the and the physical Right? What you have left is the spiritual realm. And the spiritual realm is this area of our life where it's inexplicable, right? We can't necessarily see it, but we know that it has an effect on us. And and many times people will say it, 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 there's this area, there's this thing, there's this something that we hold on to that makes us centered, puts us at peace, gives us a sense of joy. For some people, it's God. For some people, they say it's nature. For some people, they say it's it's meditation. For some people, it's a variety of other things. The, the, the question that it comes down to is, what is that for you? And then how is that working for you? Are you feeling centered? Are you feeling at peace? Do you have a sense of joy regardless of what's going on around you, right? Regardless of what that is. So if it's God, how's that relationship working out for you? Is it nature? How's that working for you? If it's meditation, how's that working out for you? And then, and then you know, whatever that number is, what do you need to do to change that to make it better and those are your four numbers now here's here's what you need to think of those four numbers those four numbers are like the legs of a chair all right if the if the legs are uneven it makes it very difficult on our posture and at the same time if the chair is too low it also makes it very difficult to sit in and 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 allow us to be as healthy as we can be because we need to grow up together in balance and we also need to grow in a way that it puts us at our best. And, you know, one of the areas of our life that really does is dealing with other people. And I am so honored and privileged to introduce my next guest because he's also a friend and we've been a friend for over 10 years. His name is Stephen David Elliott. He is the chief visionary officer of Rockstar Connect. It is the largest evening networking event in the United States. He is known as the greatest connector in Raleigh and uh, he has created Rockstar, this Rockstar Connect program through years of experimentation and implementation. His networking events are legendary. I'm not making that up. He is nationally known for his innovation in the field of business networking. His meetup, North Hills Networking, has been uh, recognized as one of the most successful and active in the world, boasting over 20,000 members. Rockstar Connect that he has built is built on his philosophy of you have to give in order to get. He teaches that through altruistic acts. You will be I promise you you'll be rewarded with material and spiritual abundance if you follow his if follow his guidance. He's also a real estate professional. He is a salesperson, connector coach, he is a marketing marketing genius amongst other things. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show and welcome to a new direction. Stephen David Elliott. Welcome, my friend
2: thank you for the tremendous introduction i'm, I'm blushing over here Jay.
1: <laughs> so you wrote this book called mingle the art of face-to-face networking in the digital area by the digital era by the way this is available on amazon and bookstores you can you can uh look it up it's it's a it's a great book it's a fabulous read this is a what they call an aha book uh do you want to explain that or should i explain that would you like to explain aha books no, why, why don't you go ahead? Yeah, if so you, you're impressed. Yeah, yeah, my so aha books are really not long books. They're really meant to be read in a sitting, and it's it's kind of like an appetizer book that has a number of things in the book that allow you to read it, but they're really really powerful. And in this case, in mingle, the art of face to face networking in the digital era, I he he and um, is his last name Chofi? Is it Robert Chofi or is it? Is that a... uh, Nick Chaffee. Nick, Nick Chaffee, thank you. Have put together... business together. Yeah, they have put together 140, I call them proverbs. All right, these are proverbs about networking. And what's beautiful about these proverbs of networking is that you can read that once and think you're done with the book, but then you go back and you're going to get something else out of it. And then you go back again and you're going to get something else out of it. And, and these aha books are meant to literally give you aha. Ah, this is what I may be doing wrong, or this is what I need to continue to do, and 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 they're wonderful books, and it's a wonderful quick read, and it's available hardcover, paperback, Kindle version, and and they're just fabulous. And I really, Stephen, I gotta be honest with you, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed that piece of the book, and uh, I, I think more of these books need to be out <laughs> on the market. I, I would like to see. Are you planning to put more of these out?
2: Oh, absolutely. I already have a. a a book pretty much done that I'm editing now. It's not an aha book. It's a little bit of a deeper dive instructional book. But what I love about AHA, the aha books and that, that format people call, well, people call you all the time, Jan. They go, I want to pick your brain. Right. right.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: This is the way I can hand them the book. They pick my brain because awesome. these are the things I'm thinking about all the time right. when I'm conducting myself as, as an ethical networker. I got it. Those thoughts are in the book.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're clearly your thoughts. I mean, I've known you for more than 10 years and everything I read, I'm like, oh, well, that's just who he is. I mean, he's, he's literally, he's literally giving you the things that he believes that he, that is authentically makes who you are. And authenticity is certainly part of this book and part of networking. I want to dive in right into the book, and I want to talk about, because you, you divide the book up into sections, um, the value of physical networking. And I, I want to start there, the value of physical networking, and I, I am just going to quote a few things. You say, without relationships, you don't have a business. The quality of the relationships you have is more important than the number of people you meet. And I think I started thinking about physical networking from this standpoint. I think there are people... That fall into a variety of categories, but I think if I could summarize some of these categories, I think one is there are people who go, I don't need to business network. It, it's, and then I have those people who go, well, I've business networked before. It's never worked. And then I have people go, I can't find value in physical networking. And then I think you have people who go, why do we need to physical network when we have social media? So why don't we start right at your section one? And let's let's talk about the value of physical networking from your perspective. And let's let's talk about some of these values that you've you've that you've talked about in the book.
2: Absolutely. Well, first first of all, I think we need to deal with with the concept of awareness. Uh, most people do not know where their business comes from. So when they say they're going to a networking event. And they've received no value from meeting people face to face. If we were to, to to be honest with ourselves and really dig deep, we would find that all of our business eventually is coming from the physical. So you may connect with someone on digital media, but most likely you've been introduced to that person, or you were friends with people that have enabled that that uh, that to occur. So, also, okay, go ahead. The, the digital, digital, and, and you're an expert on, on the digital, on social media, it's a very powerful tool. Absolutely. But it's a tool. Yep. Uh, it, you And you should use it as such. It's not a substitute for making meaningful connections and relationships. It's part of the way that you can filter and screen what's around you and leverage a large sphere of influence. Yep. Ultimately, any business, or, or anything of value is going to come from true physical face-to-face relationships.
1: So number seven, all right, proverb number seven that you quote in here, you say physical networking enables you to meet, interact, and get to know other, how other people act. The, this ability helps to make you a better leader, which is valuable for your business. Let's talk about that a little bit more because I think that's one of the pieces of value that I think people overlook. Is this, the, this, the, 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 better leadership part. Talk more about that. Most,
2: most definitely. And, and this sort of goes back to the beginning of your, the start of your show where you're evaluating you know, people mentally and physically, etc. cetera. Uh, networking is, it's a physical, it's a physical and emotional uh, and mental discipline. You are putting yourself in a place that normally you may not feel comfortable, and you're putting yourself not as the first person. So when I meet people and I speak with people, not only you know on social media, but in person or on the phone, the first thing I ask them is, "What is your goals? And how can I help you achieve them?"
1: Mm. So one of you the... have to
2: sublimate your desire to sell, right, to find out how you can help other people and collaborate. See, and that's the sign of a good leader.
1: I agree. I, I I think though that people miss the the value of that. I think that's the part that when people either either want to dismiss physical networking or they they've had a bad experience. And usually it's one bad experience. If you do it enough times and you're doing it in the right way, you won't. But I I think it's this issue of value. You know. I, I think people don't find the value in it. At least this is my opinion, and you're the expert here. But I think the reason why people don't find value is because they're going about it the wrong way.
2: It, well, you're right, and they're they're not doing it in a systematic way. And like I said, they are not aware of, of what their actions, what what they're producing from their actions, and they're not using that digital tool correctly. Mm-hmm. So I get an enormous amount of my business directly through social media, people reaching out to me through social media. But inevitably those people have either met me in person or they have spoken to other people that have met me and they trust me and they like me and they want to do business with me.
0: Right. Right.
2: So the social media is just the conduit where I'm able to communicate with a lot of people, but it's not complete strangers that are reacting to my social media. Right. It's people that are aware of me. Now, certainly business can come from people on social media that don't know you at all, but that's, that's a very long dance.
0: It's a, it it is going (laughs) right. So like,
2: because, you know, you know, we both have connections to to the real estate business Right. and uh, new real estate agents or, or agents that are, not necessarily where they want to be in success at this point. They're always talking about lead generation and buying leads. Mm. And, well, I'm an old school school salesperson. It's like you're paying thousands of dollars for leads. Instead, you should be increasing your brand awareness. Mm. And, you know, you got, you're got you an expert in that. Let people know who you are and what you stand for, and the business will come come to you. The leads that come just through the Internet that people are purchasing – I mean, I can give you a phone book for free, start calling people and meeting people. Right. That would be more effective and a better use of, of, of time and money. Well,
1: and this is this is the value proposition that you offer. And this is, um, this is number five. This is proverb number five from Stephen David Elliott and, and his book Mingle. And you ask a question here. You go, are you known in your local community? Physical networking is a great way for people to know you. And talk about that because I think we underestimate the power of that face to face as a as really as as a, as a, as, a, as our own personal marketing tool
2: well you're, you're this is great cuz this brings you know there's so you know, we're friends and we know each other right, right and you know you're a marketing guru your wife is a marketing guru when I started in real estate and I just you know if you remember when we first spoke I started in real estate to demonstrate the value of networking not right. necessarily because I wanted to be a real networking applied to that particular industry. And in real estate, if you're in any market in the country, there are people that are well known. Uh, you know, right. Linda being one of them in our market, Ida Turbin, Jim Allen. Right. These people created that reputation. Not by throwing tons of money at advertisements. That's true. They did it because they did things for their network, for their sphere. They made themselves available. They shared their knowledge. When someone said, I wanted to talk to you, they made the time, whatever that amount of time was, to do a deep dive and truly care about what your goals are. And, mm-hmm. and that's what it means to be successful in networking. You have to be a servant. Your expectations should not be, I'm doing this to make money. It should be, I'm doing this to be the best human being I can possibly be. When you're a good person and you help other people, the side benefit is that you are rewarded with, uh, on occasion with monetary gain and the ability to uh, have influence. But the gift in and of itself, you get the award, the reward immediately just by connecting other people and having the privilege of giving to other people, mm-hmm. because you're immediately going to feel good. All those things that you spoke about, you're going to feel better physically, emotionally, just by giving to other people. So, I don't want to go on and no, on. Go and ahead, on no, I know fine. you have a lot to add. But you know, when you came to my networking event, mm-hmm. and you've been to a few of them. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to go to my networking event. It wasn't going to increase your business. You were interested because you saw saw something that was helping other people. Right. And you wanted to observe it. Right. Right. And participate in it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to be helpful. That's I want... the way
2: you you have you have to Right. That that you know it's it's apparent, it's appreciated. So in networking, some people will say, you know, when they're hosting a networking event. Well, I'm going to host a networking event. I'm a financial service person. I don't want all these financial service people coming. <laughs> or I'm a real estate agent. I don't want all those real Well, that's who you want to come. You want people from your own industry to come to you so you can you can have fellowship. Right. And you can learn from one another. And you can support with one another, support one another, and you can make alliances with one another. Right. So net- networking is extremely powerful, I guess. Yeah, well, is what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, but I think one of the proverbs that you say is, you know, when you're when you're networking right, you turn your competition into colleagues and, and, and friends, which by the way, is a huge benefit. I I don't think people understand when you when you've changed your competition, you know, if your competition is there, that's not a threat. It is an opportunity to now look at your competition as a colleague and actually, you know, be able to create a relationship that actually can be positive for both of you. But I I think we missed that.
2: You're absolutely right. And that, and I went off on a tangent, but that brings me back to, to, you know, your original question about being well-known. One of the reasons why you want to be, you know, enormous advantage. No, I I'm in real estate and and in our market, it's a very challenging market. It's a you know, hot market, hardest, hottest market in the United States. You're in a lot a competition with a right. lot of real estate agents.
0: Right. When I
2: make an offer for one of my clients, and I'm on the phone with the other agent, they know who I am. Right. And they decide, all things being equal, I want to do business with Stephen David Elliott. Right. Or alternatively, if I have a listing that I'm selling. The other agent goes, I know Stephen David Elliott. He's gonna get this to closing. We're working we're gonna work collaboratively on this as a team. Right. Because we all have the same goals. And that's something that the listener can, can utilize in their own business to realize you want you wanna have have that feeling of being in a in a guild and having other people working with you. Because otherwise you're just a solo entrepreneur. When you have a sphere of influence in a network, you're as powerful as any corporation.
1: I love that. By the way, his name is Stephen David Elliott, and the book is entitled Mingle, The Art of Face-to-Face Networking in the Digital Era, available Amazon and bookstores near you. It's a fabulous read. I, I, I encourage you, first of all, to read it. If you had any questions about the value of networking or how to do it correctly, and we're going to be talking more about this as the show goes on, but you're going to really want to uh, just read this book right before you go network. I really recommend it because it's going to give you some aha moments and some moments where you're going to go, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to I'm going to really focus in. And it's just a fabulous book, so you should. I really recommend that you pick one up. And not only pick one up, I would, if you're somebody who has a team, I would really recommend that you pick one up for each of your team members because I will tell you, it's going to enhance your business if they can be better networkers right? And and if they're better at what they're doing networking, trust me, your business is going to grow. And if you're going to do it, do it Steve and David Elliott's way, because it is just an absolutely powerful, powerful book that is going to help you immensely. And speaking of somebody who's going to help you immensely, I want to introduce our latest sponsor and it's Epic Physical Therapy. Whether you're recovering from an injury or surgery or everyday aches and pains or having difficulty performing activities of daily living or unable to perform athletic events or just looking to improve how you feel and move, the elite team at Epic Physical Therapy will provide you with a customized treatment plan tailored to your individual needs with their experience in rehabbing young athletes to professional elite athletes. They understand the need to treat the entire body as a functional whole, not just your symptoms or your injury. So if you want Epic relief and Epic recovery and you want Epic results, why not check out the folks at Epic Physical Therapy? And you can do that by going to EpicPT.com, that's E-P-I-C-P-T.com, and Linda Craft and Team Realtors, no matter where you're at in the world, they can help you find the right real estate professional to help you sell your home or buy your home. They have over 35 years of being able to put themselves in front of people and build one relationship at a time, which is why they've been known as the legends of customer service when it comes to real estate. So why not talk to the real legends and why not talk to them and why not learn more about Linda Craft and her team by going to that's lindacraft.com. That's L I N D A C R A F T.com. And we're back with Stephen David Elliott and his book, Mingle, and we're talking about networking. And Stephen, uh, before we left there on a quick little break, uh, we were just about to move into um, section three of this book, uh, Mingle, and that's strategies for being successful at physical networking. And you come right out of the blocks in this section where you say first impressions are significant. When you present yourself as someone worthy of being trusted, people will want to know and build a relationship with you. So let's talk about, you know, how do we start becoming successful at this physical networking event that we're going to go to?
2: Well, I, I think that it's. It, it of great value to be prepared before you do anything in your life. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, a networking event is so powerful and can have such an impact on my business, I actually give myself a few hours of space to prepare before an event. I want to make sure that some people argue that business cards are archaic. I happen to feel that they're one of the most important things in your uh, marketing arsenal and networking arsenal, so you need to have your business. Uh, your clothing uh, should be neat. Uh, your shoes should be in good shape. Your hair should be cut, and of course, you need to bring a smile with you.
1: <laughs> I think the smile is so important. I got to tell you something. There's nothing worse than going to a networking event and people are frowning. <laughs> I mean, it's we're supposed to be kind of enjoying getting to meet new people, and you 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 sometimes run across these folks who. I'm like, oh, well, why are you here? You don't even look like you're happy to be here. I think that I, I well, do. It, it,
2: it's, it's funny because if there's a lot of criticism. People will critic me. And I, put, I made a post on social media yesterday. What do you hate about face-to-face networking, about physical networking? And a lot of people said, well, it seems like it's a social hour. Well, how do you make meaningful connections if it's not a social hour? Uh, you need to have that that sociability. You know, the, I like to pat people on their shoulder. I like to shake hands. I like to observe people and see what they obviously love about themselves because everyone has something that they right. love about themselves. It right. may be a piece of jewelry or their hair or their smile or the firmness of their handshake. Right. I want to make note of that and make sure that I compliment them on that. First of all, it's making an impact on me. So it's a legitimate compliment right. and I could be starting a friendship. that's going to last my entire lifetime.
1: Well, isn't, isn't some of this too, is that some of these people come in, you know, they, who are not successful. I'm talking about people who are not successful. They come in with the wrong motivation. You know, they, they, they so many people come with the idea and, and listen, when I was young and dumb, and I'm not sure I'm that much smarter, but when I was younger and dumber, dumber um, <laughs> I know that I would go to networking events so that I was looking for business. But that really, as, I, as I've gotten older and a little smarter, I have recognized that networking isn't about me getting business. It was the wrong motivation. Talk about the right motivation.
2: The right, well, the right motiv- the right motivation, first of all, no one is going to intend to hand you business, so that would be the worst motivation right. for you to go there. No one is going to be giving you a handout and handing you money or, or opportunities like that. The, the real motivation to go is to make meaningful connections. We are so, because of the tools we use today, we are in danger of being isolated. If you spend all your time on social media and that's your only interaction with other people, you know, the quality of your life is poor and if the quality of your life is poor that's going to translate into your business as well your motivation for to be going to a networking event and and we do this in all of our marketing of ours is to prepare you to think of other people first hmm. what are they trying to achieve as i always go back to and how can you help them achieve it if you go with that attitude of collaboration you can create incredible thing. So it reminds me back when I first started my first, my own networking event that was my very own. It was here in Raleigh in 2008 during the depression. It was an event I called success is contagious. And I have to tell you, there wasn't a lot of success for business people around in 2008. It was a hard time, Mm. but we got together collaboratively and we worked to solve one another's problems and to support one another.
3: Hmm.
2: We didn't judge people by how successful they were financially. Their success was that they got off their asses, hopped in their car at 7.30 in the morning to meet other like-minded people that wanted to help each other and connect with one another. So this, this is... That should be your motivation.
1: Right, because this this falls this falls into the category, of, and, and I'm over here, of number 44, this is proverb number 44, which is always think of the other person and how you can help them before thinking about yourself, because then people will more likely reward you for that.
2: Absolutely, and I can, I can point to that today. I had a conversation with a young man that reached out to me uh, who is successful in business, and he's trying to bump it up to the next level. Uh, with uh, you know, a Facebook community group, as well as a, uh, you know, starting his own networking event. And I'll tell you, in the beginning of the call, I I failed on the call. I really failed on the call, because I was a human being, and I felt a little challenged by him doing something in my backyard. Right. And I was trying to get him to do it in the way I wanted him to do it. Right. So I I, I took a deep breath. And I counted to ten, and I thought about it. I'm not, I'm not doing what I said that I do. I, I'm not living up to my own ideals. Hmm. And I took it back, and I said, I'm going to stop talking, and I'm going to start listening to what he wants, what he wants to achieve. And then we had a meaningful conversation, and I know that he left that conversation with good feelings, and I left the conversation
1: with good feelings.
2: But if I had went to it with an ulterior motive, I would have burned a potential relationship.
1: You know, uh, by the way, we're talking with Stephen David Elliott and his book on Mingle. Um, it's, it's a powerful networking book, available Amazon, bookstores near you. It's a beautiful red cover. You can't miss it. Look it up. Get yourself a copy. Get yourself a copy for your team uh, and in your company. I'm just telling you. Uh, Face-to-face networking, listen, I understand, I've written books on social media networking, but I'm telling you, face-to-face networking is still still the most single, most powerful way to not only increase your business, but also to increase your verbal skills, also increase your communication skills, and just as David, Stephen David Elliott just said to you right now, it's also a way to increase the most critical skill that we all lack, and that's listening skills. Uh, because, uh, listen, if you're a be- the better you are a listener, I promise you that makes a bigger impact than others. So pick up your copy of mingle. So one of the things that I love, number 42 is one of my favorite. Okay. It's one of my favorite. It is you bring value to yourself when you bring value to others. Talk, talk us through that.
2: Well, I mean, it, it, it's de- it's demonstrated. I mean, I could give you an anecdote or, or expand on it a little bit. Yeah. But there was someone who came to my networking event and uh, this person, you know, I, I gave him attention and time. He was po- pointed out to me and he was trying to achieve something. He had not a treat, achieved that success yet, but I could see he was on the path and he needed mentorship and he needed advice and i i provided that to him i invited him into my home uh, that's like my highest level of networking when i invite someone to my home and uh, i made a meal for him you know i'm a cook like like you j you know? <laughs> and like food. <laughs> uh, I, I made him a pizza from scratch and i said what are you trying to achieve and you know i listened to him and i gave him some pointers and some criticism and i praised him for other things well I had no expectation there, Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, it was just a matter of uh, assisting, you know, this person who's doing, you know, potentially some great things. And one week later, he introduced me to a very influential person. Mm -hmm. And that person ended up in my house as well. And that influential person is pointing me on a track that's going to change my family's entire life. And the face of my business, mm. I had no expectation of that. Right. But that's how these things these things tend to work. Yeah. It, Just be you, you. need to be open to the experience and open to other people and not judge them.
1: Mm. Uh, I hope everybody heard that because that's awesome. Uh, I, it, because you you, meant, you mentioned honesty, openness, transparency. Listening, learning, all that translates into greater likability, and likability turns into better, easier way. It's an easier path to trust.
2: A hundred percent. I mean, there there have been times in my life where I have not made myself open to people, and I, I've immediately regretted it. Mm. And I, and I have to tell you, it will come. It will come back to you. So right. when you don't treat someone with with respect. And, and a lot of people, you know, there's that argument, is respect earned or should, is res, respect deserved? Human beings deserve respect.
0: Right. I agree. People with
2: dreams deserve respect. And if, if you are not kind to those people, they will remember it. And, and chances are, if they're a dreamer and they're, they're, they're trying to achieve success, they will at a certain level. And you just burned a tremendous opportunity to improve your life as well as theirs.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. I, I have said all along, I, I have a choice every time I meet somebody whether I want to respect them or not. That's my choice, right? And mm-hmm. I, I choose to respect people right out of the gate. They don't have to earn it. I just choose to respect them. You have people who say, oh no, you got to earn respect. No, I, I can make a choice right now to respect you. I I, I don't. You, there's nothing you have to do to get my respect. I, I'll just give it to you. I will totally respect you. And it's really hard because people will go, Oh no, you got to earn it. I go, well, no, I just made a choice. So clearly, you didn't have to earn it. So that's on you if you're expecting people to earn respect. That's on you. But the fact of the matter is, at the end of the day, it's your choice. If you want to respect somebody, you can't. And I, well,
2: frankly, I, they don't even. That that's an it's an it's an unachievable, uh, unrealistic expectation. It is that people should have to earn your respect because they don't know what what your qualifications are for respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's, so it, it, it's grossly, it's grossly, and it's grossly unfair.
1: It it, right? it really it really is. It it's totally unfair. And I have said to people when they've said to me, you know, you have to earn, you know, you got to earn my respect. I'm like going, okay, well, give me the list because I don't even know what the list is. I got to do. So why don't you give me your list? And then and then here's what I tell them. Okay, I'm going to do everything on your list. At the at the end of it all, you still have a choice whether you want to respect me or not. Even if I do everything on your list, you don't have to respect me. Now I've had people say, well, I will. I'm like, but you don't have to. It's still a choice, isn't it? Right, that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the piece of that, that I, I don't think, and, and respect is so huge when it comes to networking. It's, it's, and you
2: can't, and you know, they tell you, you know, you, know, you gotta walk in someone else's shoes. Fortunately, we're not going to have that opportunity to walk in someone else's shoes. So you don't know where they're coming from. So, you know, I I had brick and mortar businesses prior to, uh, you know, going into Rockstar Connect and real estate, etc. And frequently I would have people come in. They would talk my ear off or they weren't particularly nice people. They were very demanding. And I gave them incredible respect and attention. And my employees would be like, Why are you wasting your time? Mm. And I said, You just you're you're never wasting your time when you're trying to understand where someone else is coming from.
0: Mm. That's powerful. Why are
2: they upset? Why why are they demanding? Right. Uh, and, and and you know, there by the, the grace of God go I. I mean, I can be very demanding myself.
0: Right. But as
2: I get older and as I get wiser, I feel that that's, you know, something that I'm creating for myself that I need to let go.
0: Right. No, that...
2: Cause I can't make demands of other people. Right. And they can't make demands of me. We can only decide that we're going to interact with, with one another for each other's mutual benefit. And that requires that portion of my time in order to do that. Mm. I love that. And that may just be making a warm introduction in the text. Right. Most people uh, I have found in my life are good people. So when I was in high school, you know, I had, you know, everyone has their bully. Even a bully has a bully, right? Right. Even a bully has a bully. For me, the greatest satisfaction, you know, we're talking about social media as a tool is me having as an adult, be able to reconnect with those people that were bullies and now count them as my
1: friends. Yep. Totally agree. Totally, totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. I want to, question number 38. I love number 38 because this is going to answer the question, I think, for people uh, when it comes to value. Here's number 38. This is uh, Stephen David Elliott's uh, from book, uh, Mingle. This is number 38. When you go to a networking event and you feel that there's no one of value there, think again. If you made the proper impact those people may help you formulate what you're actually trying to achieve talk about that a little bit
2: well I think it's it's uh, you know judging a book by its cover mm. or a situation by a cover so if you if you go to an event any sort of event if you go there with the belief that it's that you're not going to gain anything from it you've already set yourself up for disaster and for doom mmm so if you go to a restaurant and you say, hey, this restaurant is going to be horrible and I'm going to have a terrible experience, <laughs> that's what you're going to pull to it. But you don't even, you know, if you have the right attitude, you can go to a restaurant and have a terrible meal and still have a tremendous evening.
1: So true. Because His... you
2: interacted with the waiter or you've introduced yourself to the manager of the restaurant
3: right. or you
2: spoke to the person at the table next to you or you had the opportunity to give a large tip. Hmm. Uh, to the server because it's not the server's fault that your you know, your food didn't taste good.
1: That's awesome. It's
2: the same thing. It's the same thing with the networking event. Why was the networking event not of value to you? Did you interact with people? Did you carry a body language that said that you're open to speaking to people? Were you polite to the people that reached out to you there? Mm. All of these things are going to make the event good for you. I mean, we serve food at most of our events. It's not about the food. Mm-mm. Most of that food is untouched. Mm. That's just to keep you occupied. Uh, you know, while you're at the event, you're nervous, you need something to do with your hands. <laughs> the same thing, you know, the same thing with, with a drink, you need some, a, a prop in your hand. Right. So if you're judging it based on, you know, the venue or the food or the drink or, You know, the way the people that are dressed at the event, you're a fool. I mean, my father was a real estate attorney in uh, Miami, but in a part of Miami that that backed up to rural Miami and basically the Everglades. And my father told me that if someone came in wearing, uh, wearing overalls, uh, most likely that was one of his best clients
0: Mm. because
2: Mm they were affluent and they just didn't care what you thought right. about right. the way they were dressed. They own lands. You know, right. they, owned, they, they had owned farms. These were wealthy people. And some of the people that came in that were the best dressed, of the fanciest cards you know, fanciest cars and the most expensive homes were one paycheck away from, you know, being destitute. Mm. So if you're judging people just based on their appearance at a networking event, That's a fail. And that's the only way you're you're going to feel like there's no value, because if you speak to people and you make those, you know, make those attempts to make those connections, you're going to see the value immediately because you know what? They're going to smile and you're going to smile. And how much is a smile worth in your life? It's worth a lot to me.
1: Yeah, it really is. His name is Stephen David Elliott. The book is called *Mingle: The Art of Face-to-Face Networking in the Digital Era*. Available on Amazon, bookstores everywhere. If they don't have it on the shelf, tell them get it on the shelf, and and tell them to face it out so you can see it. it's a beautiful red cover. Uh, it's just a it's just a fabulous book. You've heard me um, as we're going on here. Uh, you've heard me talk about. Uh, some of the proverbs that he's got on networking that are going to be so helpful to you to help you not only become a better networker, but to help you become more successful, become a better leader. And 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 over time, grow your business and get those referrals. And you're listening to him here on A New Direction. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, do you know that New Direction has a uh, new sponsor and their name is Epic Physical Therapy. And their facility is one of the most advanced facilities out there. They have... Some of the top of the line equipment, including the Alter G anti-gravity treadmill that takes all the pressure off your joints if you're trying to run. They also have the NormaTech compression sleeves and the game ready, which is just amazing. I've had that on me and it's just absolutely incredible. Those are just a few of the things. And listen, their staff are trained and certified in the most comprehensive. Cutting edge treatments available. Here are just a few blood flow restriction therapy, uh, dry needling, which is fantastic. Also, cupping, which is if you've ever seen the swimmers with the circles on their back, that's the cupping to manipulate the muscle and loosen those muscles and pop them back and forth. Look, I'm just telling you, they are not only cutting edge in equipment, they're cutting edge in personnel, and they're certified, and they're going to treat you right. You're going to get the Epic relief. You're going to get the Epic recovery. You're going to get the Epic results. So why not check out Epic Physical Therapy? Just go to epicpt.com. That's epicpt.com. And, of course, Linda Crafted Team Realtors, no matter where you're at in the world, they can help you find the right, best outstanding real estate professional to help you sell or buy your home. Listen, they're located in Raleigh, North Carolina. And you know if you walk into the door, I can promise you one thing. The first thing they're going to ask you is, how about a bottle of water? Because that's just what they do. Don't Don't ask me why, but it's just because they just want to get to know you. Because you are important to them because they understand that everybody's needs are individual and that your house is your most important and highest priced investment, probably personal investment in your life. And you know what? It's also where you've grown your family or where you want to start a family or you're going to build memories that will never be forgotten. And so they want to get to know what's important to you and what you need and what you want. And so why not check out the folks at Linda Craft and team and why not understand why they are the legends of customer service. Just go to lindacraft.com, L-I-N-D-A, C-R-A-F-T.com. L-I-N-D-A-C-R-A-F-T.com. And we're back here on A New Direction with Stephen David Elliott and his fun fun, and outstanding and insightful book called Mingle, The Art of Face-to-Face Networking in the Digital Era. And uh, Stephen, uh, we've been running through this. This this book is good. It's really, really good because it really makes you think. You know, number 52 is Know Your Why before you network, you know, why, why are you going to network? I, that I, I, it sounds so simple, but it's really questions that we should be asking ourselves before we go to any networking event. Why are you there?
2: Well, it, it I mean, I can share with you my, my why.
1: Go do uh, I'd love to, please. And
2: I, I think I've, from the first time I met with you, I, I discussed that with you. Back in, I think that was 2011 or
0: 2012.
2: Now, yeah, a while back, it's important to know your. It's important to know your why, not just for your success in networking, but just for your success in general in life. Hmm. What is it that the? What is it that you're trying? What is it that you're trying to achieve? And what is it your plan to achieve that? So you and I met in 2012. And I basically told you what I was going to do the next 10 years mm-hmm. in our, in, in our conversation. I said, this is what I plan on doing in real estate. I plan to do it. And then I went and did it Right. because I knew my why. Right. And when you know your why and you move, move your, your whole life towards your why and facilitating the why you become known as a person whose uh, mouth writes checks if they are took us in cash. Mm. And that's a very important that's a very important uh, quality to have if you're going to be successful of uh, nurturing your sphere of influence and helping other people.
1: It's mm. really good. That's really, really good. And you're right. You know when you when you met I thought it was I thought it was longer than 2012, but it doesn't matter. I mean, but I remember I remember the conversation with you and you know you had all along. You had this idea in your head. You've always you've always had that. And and by the way, uh, it's 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 rockstarconnect.com, right? That people can go to to learn more, right? Then go to rockstarconnect.com. Yes, absolutely. Right? Then mm-hmm. go to rockstarconnect.com and uh, you can learn more about you know actually you can actually they actually, you'll actually help people if they want to start their, regardless of where they're at in the world. You will help people actually start their own networking group. Is that correct?
2: Yes. Last year, uh, my team facilitated 811 business evening business networking events.
1: Awesome. 811. And you're not you're not opposed to go. You're not opposed to having people fly you out everywhere in the world and help them set one up and <laughs> regardless of the country, are you? It can be done.
2: It can be done anywhere in the world. I'm very proud of my team.
1: Uh, my wife
2: is a partner with me in the company and, and she created all the systems that enabled us to, to do events all over the country. Because what we found is, you know, I my initial hypothesis was if you are in a, in a helping business where you are dependent on writing your own check every month, like real estate, financial services, coaches, et cetera, You could have a consistent networking event and be able to produce all the business uh, that that you need in order to support yourself, your family, uh, and your network. And we actually had created, before Rockstar Connect was launched, we created a 15-hour course for people to take. And we gave it to some of the top real estate agents in the country. And they took the course and they said, this is absolutely fantastic. I will never be able to do what you do. Mm because of the time commitment associated with doing con, hosting your own consistent networking event. Mm. So my wife and I we created a company that would bring, you know, the person who wants to network, who wants to help their community, that wants to grow their business all the way into the end zone, 5 years 5 yards away from getting the touchdown. Mm. And that's what our company does for our clients every single day.
1: So this is a great this is a great opportunity for us to talk about section section 2. The advantages of hosting your own networking event, right? Let's let, let's dig into that. I mean, what a perfect segue, Stephen. That's brilliant. What a perfect what a perfect segue. So let, let me just quote you on what you say when you when you open up this section. You say, when you host a networking event, people want to get to know you. Hosting your own networking event enables you to make a name for yourself. It also helps to demonstrate that you are an authority in what you do. Let's 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 jump from there.
2: Well, it, it, hosting an event, for, first of all, one of the complaints that people have about networking events is they go to all these networking events and they, they end up hanging out with the same five people at the event that they're very clicky mm. and they, they don't have the ability to meet new people. So it's sort of like they're going to the the prom without a dance. They don't know how to dance with, who to dance with. So they stand against the wall with five <laughs> WSMs—that's what I call whining, <laughs> sniveling malcontents. The people that are complaining about the event having no value uh, whatsoever. Uh, so it's a bad situation. That's simply because you don't know how to dance, who to dance with. Right. Now, if you're hosting your own networking event, you're the prom king, mm. you're the homecoming queen. Everybody knows you before they go to the event. They're—they're they're utilizing the digital. They're—they're they're consuming what you produce through the digital tools of social media and email campaigns. They are going on your LinkedIn. They are looking you up. They want to know what your motivation is. They want to know what your why is. Why are you doing this event? And they are going to seek you out when you go to the event. You're going to get all the contacts, all the content. And, you know, there's a limited amount of people that can go to a networking event, right? It's limited to the space of of the venue. There are tens of thousands of people that can be consuming the social media associated with the event. It's very difficult to consistently do a networking event that helps other people. Mm. When you do that, you are seen as a leader. When you're seen as a leader, people will read what you write and what you post, and they will therefore see you as an authority. And when they are ready to do business, and you are well-known, guess who they're going to choose to do business with? The, the, The person who took the extra effort to be a leader of their own event.
1: It, it's it's so true. I, you know, uh, you and I have both talked about this when we speak, right? And, and I, I say it this way, and I think you say it something similar. We don't give our money uh, to people we don't trust. We don't trust people we don't like, and we don't like people we don't know. And when you host your own event, right, the first thing that you do is you become known it gets easier to be liked and it leads to being easier to be trusted. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's a hundred percent.
2: It's sort of weird because sometimes people will refer you before they even use your services. Right. Right. And it, it, it's, it, it, so that's a great thing. So these people, you know, people that are going to the event and say, well, that person's going to hand me their business. Well, I mean, in real estate, they may not be buying a house for 10 years. Right. Or, or, Maybe their, their brother is their financial advisor, and they can never break away from him in a million years, or their dad will never speak to them again. <laughs>
0: that's
3: true.
2: Right. You know, that, that's to be expected. Right. But they know other people that they can refer you to. It's a, I was reading a post that someone put on social media, and they said, well, I'm never going to make a referral again because nobody ever thanks me for a referral. What? How do you know that? How do you know they're not mentioning your name to hundreds of people every month? You you don't know it.
1: You don't know.
2: The assumption is if if you present yourself as a person of authority and an honest person and a person who is altruistic, guess what? Thousands of people can be talking about you mm. every single day.
1: Mm. It's so
2: true. Hey, it, it's just taking that effort. This is a brand. This is branding. That's what branding is about. Right. Hey, you you know, I don't know if you want to you know, you may not want to use Steven as a real estate agent, but he can connect you to all these other people. I think you should talk to him. And you know what? Every time I connect someone, what did I just do? I put, I put currency in the bank, right? I, I have banked future referrals and favors from those people in a very easy, pleasant way. I mean, I feel like a million dollars when I can do a group text or an introduction on LinkedIn or put two people together that are going to do business with one another.
1: It's, it's, it's be- I did that.
2: Um, I put someone together with uh, another real estate agent who also is a builder together. And I had met him at one of my networking events three years ago. Uh, I put him together with someone who was a, a, a lender that he was looking for hard money. I had no expectation from that. He texted me a week a week later and he said, "I have two listings for you and I have six more on the way." <laughs> and he could have listed those homes himself.
0: Right. Right.
2: He was rewarding me for helping him. Gosh, and you know what? I felt great helping him, and and, and I felt greatly respected that he would reach out to me for the help.
1: That the power of reciprocity is is I, I, you know, I've written about this over and over <laughs> again. People do not understand how powerful. Reciprocity is in that realm where that it, it it is it is something that goes way beyond the physical, mental, emotional where you where you do something for somebody and then all of a sudden you know you become that person that comes to the top of mind that it's very difficult to not respond in some way to give back. And it's it's so powerful. <laughs> It,
2: it, well, I mean, you, you lead your life. why so you have no expectations of, no. of other people and, and you shouldn't have expectations of other people. But, you know, my grandfather, who, you know, was one of the most influential people in my life and an incredible networker and a schmoozer. I mean, literally, he would give you the, you know, the title to his car. If you liked, admired his watch, you take his watch off and put it on your hand. And he had clients that were billionaires and he had friends that dug ditches. When I went to his funeral and I was sitting next to my grandmother, every single person that came up told my grandmother, uh, Maury was my best friend. That's how they saw him Mm. Mm. because he was their best friend. He treated everyone with such tremendous respect and love Mm. and he gained so much from being an important part of so many people's lives.
1: That's awesome. Do you realize that you and I have been on for an hour? It feels like a minute. I know it really does, Stephen. So here's where I got Here's what I got to do. I got to lay on you. So I ask all my friends, because you're a friend of the show. You've always been a friend, but you're a friend of the show now. Uh, I ask every one of my friends to before they go. The show's called a new direction because we try to help people find a new direction in success and leadership and life, careers and business. If you could leave the listeners with a new direction when it would come to enhancing their networking ability and and, 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 and their business and success, what would Stephen David Elliott, author of Mingle, leave as his new direction?
2: I, I would give you five words. It's not all about you.
1: <laughs>
2: and conduct yourself accordingly.
1: That's awesome. I love that. It's not all about you. Five words. I, I love that. Ladies and gentlemen, there's the show. You've heard him. His name is Stephen David Elliott. The book is called The Art of Face-to-Face Networking in the Digital Era. It is available at Amazon bookstores near you. Please check out rockstarconnect.com. It's absolutely fabulous. It's going to teach you a lot of things when it comes to uh, networking and being more successful, even in your business and your life. Folks, as I say every week, be inspired because when you're inspired, that means you can inspire someone else and when they're inspired, they in turn inspire others and that can make this world a absolutely fabulous place. I'm going to be back next week with another great guest, another great book, and something insightful to help you find a new direction. And as I say every week, ciao, every buddy.
0: your confidence and the answers don't make sense got to keep your hope alive you got to know you can survive this is your